Good afternoon and welcome to Midday Moms. This is Dorothy Polarski and I would like to welcome each and every one of you signing on today. Um, I don't know what the weather's like where you are, but it's glorious and sunny. How about for you, Anthony? How's the weather in, uh, in Napa Valley? Well, yeah, I live in a little bit of paradise here, so uh, it's, it's usually beautiful here and it's beautiful here today. Well, that's uh, fantastic. So for those of you that are signing on today, I would ask that you say hello to, oh, Martine, you preempted me. Say hello to us in the chat box. Hello, Martine, it's great to see you here. We'd like to know where you're from. We'd like to know if you have a mom's group and you know, all those wonderful things. We're anticipating many of our mother's group leaders signing on. So please do say hello in the chat box. And so again, my name is Dorothy Polarski, and on the behalf of Midday Moms, I'd like to welcome you. We are faith partners with the Archdiocese of Toronto, and we're on a mission to revive the vocation of motherhood. And we do so primarily by helping parishes start Catholic moms groups. And so a big welcome from, oh, hello, Catherine Lewis, Roseanne, good to see you. Um, so I know some of you have seen our ministry video and some of you haven't, but I, I would like to share it. We would love if you were to start a Catholic moms group um, because we strongly believe that, you know, moms often do the heavyweight lifting and we've helped over 45 parishes start Catholic moms groups and we'd love to help you. So let me just show you quickly our, um, our ministry video and then we'll quickly kick into the interview with uh, with uh, Anthony about this marvelous book. I'm a big fan of not only this book, but many books published by uh, Ignatius Press. Another one of my all time favorites is the book on divine mercy, but that's not what we're here to speak about. <laughs> I could go on. Anyway, let me just share the video quickly with you. I beg your patience. And so we help parishes start uh, groups for moms only, moms and tots, and virtual meetings as well. And here you go. Mothers, by our very nature, we are nurturing, loving caregivers. We are social beings made for friendship and community. We are also spiritual by nature, made by a loving God to know him and love him, and to pass this love of our Catholic faith on to our children. But right now, many mothers feel overextended, distracted, and exhausted. Though as Catholics, we have the community of our church, many mothers attending mass could not name the mom sitting next to them in the pew they share. Community and support among Catholic mothers is desperately needed in this hectic and chaotic culture. Your parish needs you to bring these moms together. Hi, my name is Dorothy Polarski. I'm the founder of Catholic Moms Group. We at Catholic Moms Group are on a mission to revive the vocation of motherhood. 
We exist to bring together like-minded, faith-filled mothers who crave community and are focused on spiritual growth, Catholic teaching, and fellowship. Can you imagine a thriving, engaged mothers group at your parish? A group of moms in love with their Catholic faith, ready to serve other mothers no matter what stage of motherhood they're at? Can you imagine what a difference that would make at your parish? Starting a mother's group, it's not rocket science, but working with a team who's done it before and who's done it dozens and dozens of times sure does help. The Catholic Moms Group membership site is an online community that offers training, resources, and dozens of tools for parishes to help them start a mother's group quickly and efficiently. We're here to provide you with a clear path to launching a Catholic Moms Group at your parish. All of our materials are 100% Catholic. We have clearly laid out meetup plans for both moms groups and toddler groups. We are obedient to the magisterium of the Catholic Church. We have created dozens of tools that are going to save you time and energy. And besides that, we love our Blessed Mother. We constantly turn to her for her intercession. You can make a huge impact in your parish, so join us. We are revolutionizing the way parishes start mothers groups by providing parishes with a Catholic mothers group starter kit and by nourishing and training a community of Catholic mothers group leaders across the world. It's time to start a mothers group at your parish. Join us today. So with that, I'd like to welcome you all today and a big warm welcome to Anthony Ryan from Ignatius Press. Anthony, can you tell us a little bit about Ignatius Press for those moms maybe that aren't familiar with Ignatius Press? Sure. Um, thanks for having me on, by the way. I really uh, appreciate uh, talking with you today. Ignatius Press is a Catholic book publishing company founded by Father Joseph Fessio, who is a Jesuit priest. Uh, 1978. So we're going on our 43rd year in San Francisco, and we publish uh, all kinds of Catholic books, uh, cover the whole spectrum of uh, Catholic book publishing. We started off back when he began Ignatius Press uh, doing mainly European theologians because he studied under them. The most famous was uh, Joseph Ratzinger, who became Pope Benedict XVI. He was Father Fessio's personal teacher and mentor all the years he was in Europe for six years. So Father Fessio wanted to make his works and the works of other mentors like Henry de Lubach, the Jesuit, Hans Urs von Balthasar, Swiss theologian, Louis Bouillet, and others that he got to know and studied under when he came back to America. So that's why he started us uh, this press back in 1978. But since then, of course, we now publish every kind of book uh, in every kind of category by the grace of God, God has really blessed Ignatius Press. And, you know, so we publish all kinds of books on prayer. We publish Bibles. We publish novels. We publish uh, catechisms. We publish uh, spirituality. We publish Lives of the Saints. We publish uh, children's books with Magnificat. So, you know, we, we publish, uh, you know, everything, and it's a great privilege to do so. And we have some of the most well-known and best contemporary Catholic authors 
on our list. And uh, so I've been here since 1981 at Ignatius Press. So I've been here almost 40 years. Wow. So can you tell us a little bit about um, Anthony, the person? Can you tell us about your role a little bit too? Uh, sure. So um, as I say, I've been here almost 40 years now, going on my 40th year. I am the director of marketing and sales. And that's basically what I've done for the last 40 years. When I came to Ignatius Press back in 1981, there were probably seven or eight titles in print. It was very small. Father was doing this as a side. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So it was not his main job. His main job, he was a professor of theology at the University of San Francisco. He started a great books program there called the St. Ignatius Institute. He started Ignatius Press, you know, on the side. He raised money. This is not with the Jesuits. He did it on his own. He found translators. And he just started doing it. And, you know, great Jesuits do these things. And then here we are today, 43 years later, one of the biggest Catholic publishers in the world. And I always say, God bless Ignatius Press because we had a, a true faithful son of the church, Father Joseph Fessio. That's what he is, a faithful son of the church. And uh, so I've been working with him. I've had the privilege of working with him for 40 years. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that's been my role. Well, fantastic. And so just before we uh, move into a, a little bit more about um, St. Therese and the, the new book that she has out, I was wondering if um, perhaps you could start us in prayer. I'd be happy to. And I was thinking we could just open up with the uh, opening prayer for Mass today in honor of St. Therese, if that would be okay. Perfect. So this is the opening prayer at Mass. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. O Heavenly Father, who open your kingdom to those who are humble and to little ones, lead us to follow trustingly in the little way of St. Therese, so that through her intercession, we may see your eternal glory revealed. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. St. Therese of Lisieux, pray for, for us. Happy yeah. feast day. Happy feast day. It, uh, it's just, I'm so, so, I was so excited that you were able to say yes today on her feast day because it, uh, it really does um, make it special. And uh, I do want to just extend a warm welcome. Uh, one of the uh, parishes that's recently joined our network is in Minnesota. So I wanted to shout out and say hello to Amber Whaling. Hi, Amber. Great to see you. We've got the executive director here from the Margaret Bourgeois Fertility Care Center. So hello, hello. Hi, Amber. She's like giving her big hello. Hi there. And to all of you who are a little shy and aren't saying hello in the chat, we know you're there. <laughs> anyway, um, for, for the moms maybe that don't know very much about St. Therese, can you tell us just a little bit about St. Therese? I'm more than happy to. Yeah, St. Therese of Lisieux, uh, was a, she grew up in France. Um, she lived in the late 1800s. She grew up in a very um, devout Catholic family. As we know, her parents are both canonized saints. Uh, Louis and Zaley Martin are both canonized saints, uh, recently canonized. Therese died in the year 1897. She was only 24 years old. So um, she grew up in a family, as I say, very devout, uh, a very good family. As a matter of fact, her family is really the foundation of what made her 
what she is like a lot of us. So, you know, we come from our families. And um, so Therese had four sisters, living sisters beside herself, five girls. But what a lot of people don't know is they lost four children. Four of the children died in the Martin family, younger, some as infants, but some as little children. So that was a great suffering for that family. So four of the children died in youth. Uh, five survived, the five young women. All of them became nuns. Four of them became Carmelites. One became a visitation nun, Leonie. Uh, so Therese grew up in that family. Her father was a watchmaker, a jeweler. Her mother was a, a, a highly regarded lace maker. And, but in the midst of all that, their focus was always on their family. The family was everything for, that, for the Martins. And uh, Therese grew up in a family with, uh, lived, that was, love was the focus. And so that's why the subtitle of this book is Living on Love, because that was really the focus of her life, her spirituality. Again, she learned that within her own family. She said that her, God gave her a mother and father more worthy of heaven than of earth. And uh, so, um, and they also took care of other people. So they weren't just focused on themselves. They looked outward to help those in society who were uh, suffering, poor, homeless, hungry. So they were a family that was always uh, trying to help other people as well. So that's the kind of environment Therese grew up in. But as I say, very devout Catholic family. She wanted to be a Carmelite nun from the time she was a little girl. Her mother died when she was only five years old. So that was a huge loss for her. Um, as a matter of fact, she suffered several serious losses in her life. So Trez is a girl that suffered a lot. She had a very sensitive temperament. She was the baby in the family. So besides being very sensitive, she was also somewhat spoiled. Uh, but her mother died when she was five. Her second one, she called her second mother, her sister Pauline, who's very close to, left uh, when she was young to join the Carmelites. So she lost her second mother when she was still little. Um, so these are the kind of things she had to deal with. She also had this huge, very bad sickness when she was young. It's kind of famous story. Uh, the doctors could not figure out what was wrong with her. She had bad fevers. She was hallucinating. And, um, you know, they just, they thought she was going to die. And so they started praying to Our Lady, a statue called Our Lady of the Smile. And uh, it got that name, I think, because it actually ended up smiling on Trez when they were praying fervently to, this, to, to Our Lady for her to be healed. And Trez was in her bed at home and just very sick and hallucinating and just terrible things. And then she looked up at the statue of Our Lady and she saw her smile on her. The statue actually took life. And she had this beautiful smile and then Trez was instantly cured from this terrible sickness. And uh, we have the famous now uh, title of Our Lady, The Smile, that statue. So those are some of the things in her background which, as she was growing up, but she really wanted to be a Carmelite nun. And another great story is that she didn't want to wait. In other words, there's a rule that you can only enter at a certain age, but she wanted to enter early. And uh, they just said, well, you have to wait. You're too young. She was 15 years old and she was ready to go, right? We know that now. They didn't know that. She died only nine years later, uh, and she's considered one of the greatest saints of modern times. So what she did was she went to, the, went to Rome with her father. They had a trip to Rome. She wanted to talk to the Pope. She wanted to ask Pope Leo XIII, <laughs> could, he, could he bend the rules? Would he bend the rules with the Carmelites to get them to agree to let her enter? And she finally got a chance to talk to him because there's a long line and she got up to him. And of course, you're not supposed to talk to the Pope. You're supposed to go there and kneel down and he gives you the blessing and then you move on, right? Well, Trez had this plan 
And she, she, uh, she enacted the plan. As soon as she knelt down, she started talking to the Pope, begging him to, you know, I want to become a Carmelite. They won't let me in. Can I know you can, if you say it, they'll change the rules. Mm-hmm. And the Pope looked down on her and smiled and put his hand on her head and said, you know, young lady, if God wants you to enter the Carmelites early, he'll make it happen or something like that. And then they, they had to kind of pull her away because she wouldn't stop talking. The Swiss guards had to kind of lead her away. She went back and, and the Carmelites did end up letting her in when she was 15. And then she lived a, a very holy life. She died at the age of 24, unknown to the world, and uh, yet very holy. And she had a passionate love for Christ. We can talk about that. Her, and she established what's called the little way of spiritual childhood, her own spirituality. And she was made a doctor of the church uh, by St. John Paul II. Wow. I, I just have to just tell everybody here that when uh you know when we invited anthony to 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 speak about the book you know we were going to be speaking about about the book i didn't say that oh you're going to have to give a reflection on saint therese and yet boom you know you did it uh, just right off the cuff that's just an incredible uh, testament to how much you must love uh saint therese because you can just you can feel it oozing out of you and i I guess there were, you know, so many things as moms, we have to remember that, you know, as a young girl, as a five-year-old, she lost her mother, right? And so, you know, I keep on saying to moms, what are you doing in those first five years? What is your husband doing? Would he be able to pick up where you left off? And the love of the faith, you know, it's really instilled at home, right? And I I know that many moms kind of write to me that they're suffering this or they're suffering that and they're suffering the other. And so many times we're praying for suffering to go away when in fact, suffering might be actually a part of our, our journey to becoming a saint or your children's journey to becoming a saint. Now, Anthony, can you can you tell me more specifically about this book? Um, it's a beautiful, 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 beautiful book. I, yeah. I I would encourage moms today to think about like buy ten copies for Christmas and have it in stock to give away as a gift. That's one of the things that I love to do is buy, you know, 10 copies of my favorite book and then have it ready. But always make sure you have a list of people who you gave it to, because if you're like me, you'll end up forgetting. So why another book on St. Therese? Can you tell us a little bit about the book? Why the book? Sure, that's good. That's a good point. And there's so many books on her now. And matter of fact, we've published uh, quite a number ourselves at Ignatius Press over the years on St. Therese. We also have some films on her. So, you know, uh, she only lived to be 24. She lived a hidden life. What more could be said about her exactly? That's a good question. So this book that we're talking about today, St. Therese of Lisieux, Living in Love, this does add to the, uh, some unique things to the whole um, publishing uh, collection of St. Therese. And, and as you see, just look at that image. Look at that cover. That's, a, that's an original watercolor painting of her. It's just beautiful. And this book is full of photographs and artwork like that uh, about her life, about her family, about what was going on in the church and the culture at that time, history. Uh, so this book is it's way more than a coffee table book. But as you can see, it looks like a coffee table book, but it's 320 pages. So there's a lot of in-depth text 
and insights on Trez, on her spiritual life that are not that well known. I mean, a lot of, she's very popular, but the details of her life and of her spirituality are still not that well known. I think often people misunderstand her, as a matter of fact, because she's called the little flower, right? Well, you know, that's kind of sentimental, but she was, she was a steel magnolia is what this woman was. She was a woman of strength, of, of will, of love, of faith, of courage, of, you know, everything. And so this book reveals all that in a kind of a new way, because this priest who wrote it, you know, obviously I'm not the author and the author is in France. Otherwise you'd be listening to him. Father Didier Marie Golay, who's a Carmelite priest like Therese, a Carmelite. He's the chaplain at Lisieux, where Therese lived as a, as a nun. And he's also put together an exposition that he travels around Europe with about Therese. And a lot of the photos and stuff that we have in this book came from his, his exposition. So this author is an expert on Therese. And he's got all this great uh, material on her that's in this book, all these images, these photos, these letters, her letters, her mother's letters, her poems. She was a poet. And matter of fact, the subtitle of this book, Living on Love, is the name of one of her most famous poems. And that, that poem uh, really kind of captures her whole spirituality, that her life was focused on a passionate love for Jesus Christ and, that, and in that way, a love for all those around her. And so this book kind of, um, you know, it brings in new details about her life, her family. I mean, let's just talk about her family for a second. You mentioned the importance of the family. A lot of the people listening are mothers. Uh, as I mentioned, the family was the core of Trez's life. Her mother is a canonized saint. Her father's a canonized saint. Her mother died when she was like 45. She was young, uh, but yet she was a, she's a saint. Uh, so there's a lot we can learn from her parents, and there's a lot about her parents in this book that we can learn from. So that's what I'm saying. This is kind of a book that covers everything that we can all learn from, no matter what our vocation is in life, from this woman and from her family and all those around her, including her extended family. It talks about her aunts, her uncles, our cousins. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just an amazing book. Yeah, and I've noticed here too that there's certain um, news clippings that have been photographed and uh, you know put in the book. And I also see, um, you know, photographic images that I have never seen before of her house at a grotto where she prayed. Yeah. Um, now, is there, is there, can you share with us maybe either one of her poems or can you give us a little a sneak preview of uh, a little teaser? Well, I mean, sure. Why don't we Why don't we look at her poem that the book is uh, named after, "Living on Love," uh, which is in the full poem is in the book. It's fifteen stanzas, fifteen paragraphs. I, obviously, I'm not going to read most of it, or, or, or but I'll, I'll share a little bit. Uh, this is a poem that she wrote. A lot of times, she wrote poems for other people, her family, fellow sisters. But this is a poem she wrote later in her life as a Carmelite really for herself and for Christ to express her love for him. And it summarizes again, her whole spirituality. And that's why this priest uses the subtitle of the book. So the poem is called living on love. So here's one of the stanzas, each line, each stanza begins with the phrase living on love. So I'll just pick out a stanza here. Living on love is living on your life. O glorious King delight of the elect you live for me, hidden in a host. I want to hide myself for you, O Jesus. 
Lovers must have solitude, a heart-to-heart -heart lasting night and day. Just one glance of yours makes any beatitude. I live on love. And then another stanza reads like this. Living on love is banishing every fear, every memory of past faults. I see no imprint of my sins. In, in a moment, love has burned everything. Divine flame, oh very sweet blaze, I make my home in your heart. In your fire, I gladly sing, I live on love. That gives you a little taste of what that poem is like. Oh my goodness, that's uh, just really, really so beautiful and, and, uh, and so touching. Uh, I, I do want to ask any of our uh, listeners here, do you have any questions that you would like to ask um, Anthony? Are there, you know, can, if someone did want to buy or if a parish wanted to buy a, a volume, is there a volume discount or uh, where do yeah, there's volume go? discounts. So we, we, do, we offer to parishes and, of course, to bookstores uh, and to groups. And that's all available on our website. If people just go to our website, Ignatius.com, uh, there's information there about uh, bulk discounts on our, on our books. Uh, so that's one place you can buy this book, Ignatius.com. Or, you, you, know, you know, if you want to just, we, we really encourage people to patronize their local Catholic bookstore if you have one. Uh, a bookshop, Catholic bookshop that's within driving distance, they'll carry the book or they'll certainly order it for you. So please try to support them. Uh, or you can go to our 800 number if you wanted to get this book, just called Toll Free. I'll just give that now. I'll give it at the end of the program. 800-651-1531. 800-651-1531. And that's how you would get this book. And again, there's discounts available if you wanted to buy in bulk. Um, just look at our website for that information. But let me just go back to uh, something about this book. See, what it does is it tells her story, of course, and it starts with her as a child, but it starts within her family. What was her family like? Who were her parents? Where did they come from? Uh, their story is amazing, how they met. I mean, neither of them thought they had a vocation of marriage. They both thought they had a vocation of the religious life. So they pursued that, and then it didn't work for either of them. And uh, it's a great story is, so then after that, you know, she became a lace maker, he became a jeweler, very accomplished. They're walking across this bridge in the town of uh, Allen, Allencon, I think is where they, and this little beautiful bridge, it's kind of like, a, you know, it's like, it's like a story that's better than truth. They didn't know each other. They're walking across this bridge on opposite sides, they see each other, and right away, Zelly has this inspiration, there's the man I'm gonna marry. She didn't even know the guy, uh, but that, obviously that came from God, right? And um, she just, that kind of struck her like, wow, what's that all about? Because she, I don't know if she even thought she would ever get married. So then later on, they met at a party or someone's home or something. And it and, uh, wasn't too long after they started to know each other that I think he actually proposed to her. Uh, and, then, and then this is kind of a funny story. It's revealed in the book. Not funny, it's, I don't know what you would call it, but they lived like brother and sister for almost the first year of their marriage. You know, because they were so devout and, and had thought about becoming religious, they never, they didn't consummate their marriage initially and they just, and they were happy. You know, they, this is what they thought God wanted them to do. They lived as brother and sister until finally their parish priest, when he found out, said, no, 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 no. <laughs> We're no. not going to have it. Stop doing that. <laughs> you know, there's 
supposed to be a family. You get married with the idea of, you know, trying to have children. Okay. So, uh, any rate, so she was happy to hear that because she turns out she loved children. Zelly was a, uh, a natural mother. And, uh, you know, it tells in the book about how her whole life became her children, even though she was a, a she had her own business as a lace maker. What really made her most happy were her children. She couldn't, she said, I want to have as many children as I could. And so she had nine children. Uh, and of course, uh, Lewis was a great father. Uh, so that kind of gives you the background again for where, what Trez uh, came, you know, her family life. And then it goes through her life and her family's life, her spirituality, becoming a Carmelite, what, what that life was like. And her sufferings, you mentioned the suffering. And, you know, we're supposed to see suffering as something, yeah, we, we try to avoid, but when it comes, we use it. We use it for um, growing in union with Christ. We offer it to Christ. You know, we, we unite our sufferings with Christ and it has great value, great redemptive value for us and for others. And of course, Trez knew that, understood that even as a young girl, she, she offered up sacrifices as a young girl to pray for people. There's the famous story when she was young. I think she was like in her early teens. Uh, there was a, uh, a man who had been uh, convicted of murder. Um, I think multiple murders. And he was going to be hung. Uh, he was going to be executed after he was uh, convicted. And so she heard about that. Um, and she, she felt sad for him because he was an atheist. She read that he was an atheist. He was, he was, you know, he was going to go to his death as an atheist. He was very open about that. So she thought she, you know, she wanted to do something for this man, even though she didn't know him, of course. So she told Jesus, I'm going to offer these sacrifices and these prayers for this man and I trust in you to touch his soul before he dies, to turn to you. And so they led him up on the gallows right before, and they were gonna, he was going to be hung, a public hanging. And, uh, and right before they dropped the floor out, he asked the priest, he called the priest, please come over here. And, and the priest brought the crucifix, and he held the crucifix up to this guy. I think his name was Pranzini. Yeah, Pranzini. And he kissed it three times. He kissed the crucifix three times. And then they, you know, they dropped the floor, and he, and he died. But just think about that. And Trez read about that in the paper because, you know, she wanted to know what happened to the guy. And when she read that the guy did that act right before he died, she thanked Jesus Christ because she, he, she knew that he heard her prayers. So this is when she was a young woman. So she saw right away the value of offering prayer and sacrifice for sinners. And uh, what a beautiful and, you know, remarkable story. And it, you know, uh, one of the, the things that I, I sometimes sound like a broken record is that one of the reasons that our ministry and I have like such a strong conviction um, to help parishes start these Catholic moms groups is because mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but here in Toronto, Canada, um, you know, I gotta look long and hard and long and hard to find a person that has that kind of faith like St. Therese, right? And I have to look even longer and harder to find that kind of mother that has that kind of conviction to pass down that kind of very real faith where we're, you know, uniting our sufferings with Christ, where we're suffering on the behalf of others, where we don't, you know, we don't have an adverse reaction to suffering. We actually embrace it. And, um, you know, I always say that when God sends me something, 
it's kind of like, okay, the Lord wants to spend a little more time with Dorothy Polarski, but it's actually a, a gift. And, and so when you host a Catholic moms group, you're kind of, you know, sifting through the hundreds of moms that you know, either from the workplace or the hockey arena or the grocery store or the skating club, or, and, and you're bringing those moms mm. together and creating um, this uh, a recognition of the Catholic faith. Like I always say, like maybe moms in Poland don't need Catholics moms groups as much as, as we do here. Can you tell us a little bit more about what other books Ignatius Press might have that might be of particular interest to Catholic moms? I, I, that wasn't a planned question, but it, it popped into my, uh, I know Holly Pierrot, did she write a book? Um, well, I'm, let me talk about that in a second. Let's just go back to Trez because you made me think of something when you were just saying what you said. And that is that, you know, she's a doctor of the church. So why is she a doctor of the church? What is a doctor of the church? There aren't that many of them. A doctor of the church is someone the church holds up because they have a special charism or message or a, a doctrine that's a timely for us today. Because Trez is a contemporary saint, right? That's timely for the people of that time of the saint. So, uh, as I say, there are not many doctors of the church. And what's stunning is this is a 24-year-old woman who died a hidden life. What could she possibly have that would make her a doctor of the church? Well, what she had was this spirituality called the little way. Then again, this is for all your listeners. This is for me. This is why she's a doctor of the church. You and I can become saints like Therese of Lisieux by living what she lived passionate love for Christ, love for our neighbor, offering up everything we have in our daily lives, all the ordinary things of our daily, we're all ordinary people. Etres realized she couldn't do extraordinary things in, in her life and her vocation, but she could do things with extraordinary love. And that's the key to this woman is that whatever our ordinary daily life is with our families, our job, our neighbors, our sickness, that if we offer everything with love for Christ, true love for Christ, united with Christ, including our sufferings, we can become a saint. It's not complicated. You know, we don't have to be a theologian. Matter of fact, it's better not to be one, in my opinion. They usually get off track, those guys. But, um, you know, so the simple ones are usually the, the greatest saints. Therese of Lisieux is called the greatest saint of modern times by Pope Pius X, who himself was a saint. Well, how did she become the greatest saint of modern times? Again, this woman is just, it's, it's, a, it's amazing. And that's because God raised her up for you and me. She's the saint of ordinary people like us. And again, learn from her and her family life for the mothers out there, learn from her mother, learn from her family. It's just beautiful. It's all great stuff. Uh, so uh, I just want to bring that back that she is and her family is such a great uh, witness for us. Uh, you know, books for um, books for our mothers, others books. Well, we've got a ton of them. You know, our probably our most well-known author, as I think you know, are Kendra Tierney. So Kendra Tierney um, has her own her own um, website, her own blog, her own followers. So we've published two books by her. The first one was called the uh, Catholic All-Year Compendium. And that's liturgical living for real life for families. Comes out of her own family. She's a mother of 10 children, Kendra. We just released this year the sequel called the Catholic All-Year Prayer Companion. And that's liturgical year in practice. In other words, the prayers, the devotions that they do in a family throughout the year. Uh, devotions to saints, novenas, prayers, feast days, and all that. So this is a, something she's lived in her family life, raising 10 children, perfect for uh, mothers and for families. Uh, 
There it is right there. There it is. That's the book. That's the exact book I'm talking about. And, you know, so Kendra, Kendra is just a treasure herself, you know? Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. So, and I wanted to encourage moms too, that, that are here, like when, ever since I can remember, my mom was always giving me a little something, like whether it was a little prayer card, a little book, a little medal. And, um, you know, I always say that if you as a mom give a book like this to either your son or a dot your daughter and you put an inscription in it here mm. you know to my dearest son to my dearest daughter Catherine um, and you put an inscription on it they may not read the book right now but you gotta know that any book with a mother's inscription that child is going to keep forever and uh, you know, I still have prayer cards and little things that my mom gave me that at the time they seemed insignificant. And as time goes on, I could see what my mom was doing. So uh, please, 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 as mothers, be dispensers of religious stuff. You know, I always say for Christmas, we, get, we give them, you know, new phones, we give them new runners, we give them new memberships. How about, uh, you know, building their treasure chest? I know my sister, who is a retired school teacher, she always gave children's books to her adult children, because then that way she said, okay, when they have children, they're going to pass down the faith. Anyway, Anthony, um, I know that you're busy. Do you have any sort of closing comments or closing thoughts? Um, sure. I'm going to stay on with the moms to pray the rosary, but I don't want to um, take any more of your time because I know you're busy. So anything. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, again, uh, it's great to be with you on the feast of St. Therese today or feast day. Let's, let's make the most of it. Um, uh, you know, she said when she was dying, she had this insight. She was going to spend her heaven doing good on earth. And boy, has she come through in spades on that. I mean, you, when you read the stories of people that receive favors through pr for prayers to St. Therese, it's, it's overwhelming. I mean, the stories are endless. Uh, and so we should take advantage of that. She also said these words, I am your sister and your friend. I will always watch over you. She, she, really, has a, she really loves us. She, we have a great friend in heaven. So I want us to remember on our feast day, let's take advantage of it. Let's develop a relationship with this woman who wants us to become a saint like she became a saint for the love of God. And on, especially on our feast day, let's take advantage of that. And uh, again, let's, this book is one of the greatest books, if not the greatest book we've ever seen on St. Therese of Lisieux. So you can't start better than anywhere than this book that we're talking about today. Um, and I, uh, I can't uh, agree with you more. I, I must admit that before I got it, I, uh, I, I didn't realize the depth, the breadth, and the, the beauty of it. So yeah. um, congratulations. My, my hat's yeah. off to the team at uh, St. Ignatius Press uh, for, for passing that on. Okay, so Anthony, um, thank you for joining us. It's uh, been wonderful chatting with you. It was extremely edifying just hearing you speak about her off the cuff like that. Uh, what, a, what a gift you have. No, no wonder you've made such a, an outstanding contribution you know, to uh, Ignatius Press. So thank you for your hard work. And uh, for the moms that are here, um, once uh, Anthony signs off, 
I'm here with the rosary. We're going to pray uh, the rosary and we'll be praying for all of your intentions and you'll be free to, um, to, to write your intentions in the chat box. But in the meantime, I would ask you, if you would, to pray. We're going to offer a decade, our first decade for your intentions, Anthony. So, mm. uh, so thank, thank you, you. There very much. And hopefully we can connect again sometime. Thank you, Anthony. All right. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great day. So long. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. So moms, if you've got your rosaries and you've got some time, um, please stay while I pray the rosary. And uh, because there's only me, <laughs> I have to, uh, you know, lead and also, um, you know, respond. But if you could please uh, in the chat box, put what your intentions are so that we'll know and everyone here will be praying for your intentions. Um, and so let us pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. I believe in God the Father, almighty creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit born of the Virgin Mary, he suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. We pray three Hail Marys for the intentions of our Holy Father. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Glory be to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. Today is First Friday, so we'll be praying the Sorrowful Mysteries, and as promised, we'll pray the first decade of the Rosary uh, in Thanksgiving for Anthony and in Thanksgiving for the time that he gave to share a reflection on um, St. Therese. What a powerhouse of knowledge. Oh, gosh, I wish I could just recite things like that. Anyway, so let's pray for him. The first Sorrowful Mystery is the Agony in the Garden. Um, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. The second sorrowful mystery is the scourging at the pillar like to pray for all of you and all your friends and family that are suffering at this time. And just to remember that just as when Jesus was scourged, that there are times where we are being scourged. And um, I pray that at that time, you don't multiply your sins, but you remain holy, right? Because it's so tempting when we're being scourged to lash out and uh, multiply our sins instead of multiply our holiness. So I beg that you remain um, holy during a time of suffering. And uh, I lift up all of our mothers group leaders, especially uh, in Thanksgiving for Amber for you know joining us today, and for all of you suffering any financial difficulties, um, and for any children of yours that have maybe left the faith or practicing the faith and the suffering that that entails for you as a mom. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. The third sorrowful mystery is the crowning of thorns. And the fruit of that mystery is having moral courage. I'd like to pray for all of those people that are suffering as a result of the um, pandemic, the coronavirus. I'd like to pray for all of those who have uh, died as a result of it. I'd like to pray for all of our frontline workers. Um, I'd also like to pray for the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Um, there's so much division. And I just pray that each and every one of you remains faithful to what the Holy Spirit has um, anointed you to do and for you to have the courage to remain true to your convictions. Um, there's just so many, so many of us are becoming sinners in the name of protecting our stance and demonizing this group or that group. And I just pray that we have the courage to remain true 
to what the Holy Spirit has anointed each and every one of us with, and like like to pray for strength for us as moms um, to keep our families first and um, not to relinquish the role of being a uh, spiritual leader as a priority in our families um, and keeping our families first. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. The fourth sorrowful mystery is the carrying of the cross. There are some people here um, that are carrying excruciating crosses, uh, crosses, you know, some women, some men are carrying crosses that they can't talk about because if they were to talk about those crosses, it might humiliate their family, you know, um, you know, maybe there's a family member that, you know, drinks too much alcohol, maybe there's 
um, you know, a husband or a wife that can't control her, you know, spending. And, and so, you know, sometimes people have crosses and they can't phone all of their friends and say, you know, um, I've got this problem and that problem and this problem, you know, like sometimes I say when, when you have a cross that you can talk about, it's actually a gift because you can ask for prayers. Um, but I'd like to offer this decade up for people that are carrying crosses, um, you know, moms, dads, children that they, they, that they can't they can't talk about for one reason or another. And I'd like to pray for children that are carrying crosses that, that our blessed mother, you know, sends them help that our blessed mother shows them a way um, that, that, that our blessed mother wraps her loving arms around them and that, that friends and family uh, take an interest in, you know, children that are experiencing crosses and, and especially for moms that are carrying crosses that, they're, they're pondering in their heart and they're almost experiencing an internal crucifixion. Um, I would beg you today, you know, reach out, reach out to 10 people and do something little, whether it's a little email, whether it's sending a little card. Um, you know, I know that uh, the day before yesterday, uh, someone dropped by a box of samosas for me. And uh, yesterday, someone dropped off a big pan of cabbage rolls. And do you want to know why? <laughs> I was in a car accident <laughs> and I'm struggling with my back. <laughs> Um, anyway, so just let's pray for uh, all those people that are struggling with uh, hidden crosses. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. The fifth sorrowful mystery is the crucifixion. I'd like to pray for each and every one of you here today that have signed on. I pray that our Blessed Mother consoles you, that our Blessed Mother wraps her loving arms around you and comforts you. I know that um, we're living in really trying times and, uh, you know, every once in a while, I feel like I need a good cry too, because it's hard, right? It's hard. I think that uh, Satan's done a pretty good job of, you know, frightening some of us. And then Satan's done a pretty good job in confusing uh, many of us. And I just pray that whatever your life circumstances, that the Holy Spirit anoints you and gives you courage and gives you supernatural energy um, and a supernatural perspective um, and that you don't get discouraged. And I also would like to pray for uh, specifically for all of our mother's group leaders. And I pray that our blessed mother sends us more mother's group leaders. I ask you to keep our ministry in your daily prayers um, because we really believe that in ministering to moms and touching the heart of a mom, we are touching the heart of the family. And so we beg you, um, our Blessed Mother, to send the ministry the help that we need. And, and you know, I always say to our Blessed Mother, you know what help we need. You know better than what I do, what help we need. And I ask that the Holy Spirit uh, just gives a big wallop, a big dollop of uh, Holy Spirit uh, infusion of grace to our mother's group leaders. And if you're thinking of becoming a mother's group leader, don't be afraid, you know, don't be afraid. I often say if you host a meeting even once a month, that's how my mom's group started. It started once a month. And uh, look at who, you know, where we are now. You know, we've helped over 45 parishes start groups, but please pray for our leaders for strength and please pray for our priests. And so the last uh, decade is the sorrowful mystery, the crucifixion. We should also all be praying for the moment of our death so that when it does come, we've stored up a lifetime of graces praying for that moment. So our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. So the hail, Holy Queen, hail, Holy Queen, Mother of mercy, hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, Pray for us, a holy mother of God, that we may be worthy of the promises of Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, as I always like to say in closing, um, you know, it's so important that after we've attended a meeting, that we do something, you know, I call it a call to action, you know, attending something like this isn't just for the sake of attending it, the Holy Spirit is calling us to do something. Um, so I'm going to challenge you to do 10 little things today. Um, you know, maybe you'll send someone an email and tell them that you love them. Maybe you'll actually pick up the phone and say, hey, I just watched this Midday Moms. Have you heard of it? You gotta join this thing, it's great. A third thing you might do is you might pray a decade of the rosary for your enemies. A fourth thing you might do, maybe find a mass and go to First Friday Mass. Uh, a fifth thing you might do is um, you might 
cook a meal for a neighbor and just say, okay, I'm cooking dinner today and I'm gonna cook it twice and I'm gonna bring one to my next door neighbor, even though she hates me for whatever reason, right? Um, there's so many, you know, but my son said to me the other day, he goes, oh, mom, did you clean the washroom? I'm like, yeah, I did. And he goes, isn't it amazing? You clean the washroom and it's clean, right? So maybe one little thing you could do as an act of charity is to go and clean that bath room or um you know uh or i don't know there's 101 little things that we can do uh today so do something you know do something give out a prayer card call somebody pray um and i would ask you to pray for me hey maybe make a little five dollar donation to our ministry on paypal um the next time you get an invitation from me email it to 10 people. Anyway, uh, I want to thank you for being here. Please know that I love you. I'm here for you. If you have any ideas or suggestions for speakers, for topics, we love hearing from you. We need to hear from you. Um, it's funny, sometimes I get really, really discouraged. And then I get such a beautiful email from somebody and it just fills my heart and it keeps me going for another, you know, month, two months. So uh, please pray for our ministry. Um, I love you. And remember, I'm so glad we had this time together. Just to have a laugh or pray a prayer. Seems we just get started. And before you know it, comes a time we have to say so long. Um, I do want to thank all of you who have been praying for my daughter's wedding and those of you that have asked about the wedding. Um, it was it was just so, so, so beautiful. Um, it was like the gates of heaven opened up blessing upon blessing upon blessing, grace upon grace upon grace. But then after the week after the wedding, I had a couple of crosses that I'm dealing with right now. So, um, so um, anyway, I, I, I don't want to get too much about my personal stuff. I'm sorry, but I will email out some uh, photos of the wedding. It'll probably take me a little while, but uh, please know that I love you. Um, I need your prayers and um, just keep on praying that the ministry gets sent the help that it needs. And I am praying for you. We offer a mass every single week for your intentions. So you're being prayed for, you're not alone, and you are loved. Mwah! 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 Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.